Hey guys, Jason here from Train 2.0, pro hockey player, kinesiologist, and just hockey lover, to be honest. Uh, feeling humbled, blessed, thankful that uh, you're listening to this uh, podcast right now. This is by request of Toivo Kramer, who's a follower and member, and we actually met in Helsinki last year when my team was flying through Finland. And uh, he came and sought me out and said hi, and I really appreciate that, Toivo. Wherever you're listening right now, thank you. And then thank you for this suggestion. So the question that Toivo had was, how do you be a pro? What is, what is a pro mindset, habit set? What does that look like? And I'm going to talk about that in three ways, three types of pros. Uh, and how that applies to three different situations. So I take the three types of pros framework from Relentless by Tim Grover. So Relentless is a book by Michael Jordan's trainer, and he describes three different mindsets of pro athletes. So the reason I'm going to start with these three different mindsets is because um, you know, being a pro is elite. You have to have elite skill. You have to have an elite mindset. But then, even when you get to pro, there are three different mindsets, and you know, one is better than the other. That's kind of the way it is. So, I want to identify those three things, how those three things are different, and then how they might be the same or different across the three different. Uh, um, areas of execution for the pros so the first type of pro is someone called a cooler okay now this is a and, I, and I'm kind of ad-libbing loosely um, from Tim's book which is a great book I highly recommend you read it um, and the so I'm, I'm not going to be a hundred percent precise here but I'll do my best to remember what he talked about so the cooler is high skill um but is really kind of doing the whole you know high skill you know performs well but it's really kind of doing it the motivation is more to look cool right than to actually perform and be the absolute best and you know so you can't always rely on them in clutch situations when the going gets tough but they have good skills so they'll routinely beat lesser skilled people that's a cooler. Now the next one that you've heard of is called a closer, right? And that's that valuable, um, you know, player that is uh, um, able to close out games, win you big games, um, has that clutch, you know, DNA in them. And you know, they're there most of the time. Like they, they kind of have the same skill as the cooler, but then they show up in the adversity, right? And they they hit that next level. Um, and, you know, I think most athletes are a mixture of cooler and cleaner, and they appear there at different times. Uh, you can usually just tell by their, their mindset, their attitude towards their day-to-day routines. Are they there because they, they know they're good and they, uh, you know, take advantage of that opportunity? Or are they, you know, putting in the extra work? And then we get to the cleaner, the idea of the cleaner. And this is what... Uh, um, 
what Tim calls kind of the, the Michael Jordans of the world, the Dwayne Wade's. I see Sidney Crosby as a cleaner. These are players that when they are better than everyone else, they keep going because they want to know if they can still get better. And they will do whatever it takes to, to continue this. They, they, they do not compare themselves to others. They only compare themselves to themselves and if they're better today than they were yesterday and what they can do to get better tomorrow. And so, so there's kind of like those three different mindsets. And so you see a lot of pros who don't always have the best habits, but who are pros, right? But, um, and so, like I said, we're going to talk about those and then we will, um, how they apply to different areas. And the first area is preparation. And preparation comes down to like, just for like a session, but it could apply to anything in your life. It could apply to a, a, a test, an important meeting, a job interview, um, whatever you can think of. This is what preparation is for. And it's just like a higher standard of how you think you should perform and what you're willing to do to get there. Like Gary Vaynerchuk says, your actions need to be in alignment with your ambition, right? You can have all the ambition in the world, but if your actions aren't in alignment with that, then tough shit. So if you want to have a really great session, it comes down to having really great preparation. Now, what does that look like? What, what habits do I see? From the very best that I've worked with and played with and coached, I see players that are arrive early to do their physical warm-up uh, to get mentally prepared. So they're not rushing in last minute all, you know, helter-skelter, don't have time to talk to the coach and get briefed on what's going to happen. I see them as prepared with nutrition. They're hydrated, right? One of the biggest causes of underperformance athletically and mentally is just simply dehydration. So that's not an not a option for them. They are prepared with hydration. They have water with them. They're already in a hydrated state, so they're good to go. Um, obviously, nutrition's with that as well. Uh, so they're fed. They're not hungry. Their blood sugar is at the right level. And they have post training nutrition ready to go. It's already planned. Uh, the other thing I, I see is is questions and you know having a clear outcome in mind. The best athletes, the most professional, the cleaners that I work with, they know what they want and they make sure to take notes or record thoughts so that that hour that we spend together, hour and 15 that we spend together is like super productive for them because they can reflect on it and go back to it later. And like the last piece too is, you know, I've seen players that are prepared with technology, right? They have their GoPro with them to record the entire session. They have their uh, heart rate monitor on to, you know, understand how they performed in that training environment. So this level of preparation is uncommon and that's typically what you see with cleaners. I mean, you might see people like a, a closer or cooler, they might do this just with like their important games, right? But a cleaner is doing this every day, every practice, it's a way of life. So that's the preparation side. The next side is kind of like 
um, ego. And um, what you see at the, at the pro level is a, like a dis- diminishment of ego. So if someone's doing well, someone takes your spot, and this is gonna tie into what I'm gonna talk about with excuses and results, but if someone else is beating them, they don't throw a hissy fit, they don't complain, they don't go whine to the coach, they just kind of like understand the impact that their results or lack of results has on their playing time, and they deal with it. So there's no jealousy, there's no um, anger towards like teammates, there's you know good communication, there's just this um, understanding that you need to work together to get the job done, and you know you don't complain about it. Now, the difference between a cooler, closer, and cleaner is that coolers and closers might be, you know, angry but don't show it because that's the pro side, right? Or they might be jealous but don't show it because that's the pro side. They might work with uh, work together as a team because they have to, but they do it, right? So. At the non-pro level, you see people who just don't do that. They, you know, they're angry and they show it. They're, they're jealous and they show it. They don't want to work together as a team, so they don't, right? Pro level, they do, right? But the difference between a, a clo- like a, a cooler, closer, cleaner, is that when you get up towards the cleaner end, you have guys that are are not ang- are don't show anger because they're not angry. They don't show jealousy because they're not jealous. They've gone to work on their own inner game to really come to peace with their own thoughts. They've diminished their ego. They have a high level of being able to tolerate embarrassment, like I talked about in episode three. And because of that, they don't, they don't feel those things, so they don't show it, right? So that's kind of when you get to the cleaner end. So that's, that's to do with ego. And then the last part of being a pro is is like a real understanding of the impact results and excuses have, right? There's an understanding of accountability and ownership. And what they understand is that their results dictate their results, right? Like, you know, if they want more ice time, they need to generate results. They have that awareness. They know that if they're a goal scorer, they need to score goals. Otherwise, you know, there's no excuses. There really isn't they need to perform so that that's kind of like a thing that I see a lot of kind of non-athletes or non-pros not understand is they just constantly make excuses right like oh coach is unfair I didn't get this opportunity blah 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 blah. look results talk right and bullshit walks like it that's just the way it is and and pros understand that right and Again, kind of going towards that cleaner attitude. The idea with cleaners is that they they understand this connection and they like own it. Whereas sometimes these uh, um, you know pros who who like you know they understand that they shouldn't make excuses and that results speak for themselves. They might not buy it. They might not own it. They might not take responsibility. They say the words they react the right way uh, to criticism and feedback and you know diminish ice time or whatever but they don't necessarily own it and realize that there's something they can do about it that they that they have full ownership of that situation 
And that's kind of how you see, you know, again, like the line is drawn in the sand with pros is that they understand that connection. And then the line is drawn again with closers, cleaners versus coolers is that they understand just how, um, you know, important that is to own that result speak for themselves and really put in the work to achieve those and really not allow any excuses into their psychology, into their life, into their world. Because it's a black or white game. You're either in a uh, in the results game or you're in the excuses game, right? There's no middle ground. There's no gray area. It's black or white. It's on or off. It's left or right. It's, it's you're in the excuses game or you're in the results game. That's it. So th- that's kind of what pros... Um, you know, uh, that's how I see pros differ across pros to non-pros and then coolers, cleaners, closers, cleaners, you know, you know the drill. So I, I hope that was helpful uh, to you. It means the world to me that you listen and I really thank you for the advice and suggestions and feedback and I'd love to hear more of it. Um, please I'd love if you if this has impacted you, if this has been positive for you, please leave a review on iTunes for me. Um, I, I will read all of them and, uh, and respond to your feedback and adjust the show accordingly. And uh, your word of mouth is like my oxygen. So it's, it's very, uh, very much appreciated if you can help me get this message out if you think it's important. Uh, to make the the good traits in hockey, make them alpha, make them sexy, right? Gratitude, love, fun. We're making those alpha, we're making those cool again. And uh, that's really the mission here with hockey. And if, if you got a chance to share, I'd really appreciate that. And uh, thank you again for listening. Thanks for your feedback. And we'll chat soon.